Welcome to Zichud Daf Siman Memorabilia Ram Goldar and today we're Zechus Yavamas Dav Zayin. The first parak Chamesha Srinashim. The first parak has been generously sponsored as a schus for Mordechai Chaim and Esther and as a schus for Shidduch Hagon for Leia Bas Esther. So the three topics we're going to focus on. Number one, Rav Simbar Ashi says that the reason we would think that the death penalty may be given on Shabbos is not because of an ase doche losase sheishbo chorus, but rather because of a kava chomer. Ma'avoda chamura v'doche Shabbos resicho doche osa, just as the avoda of a cone in the base of Migdash is stringent and is doche Shabbos, and yet execution overrides it, as it stated, from the Mizbech you shall take him to die, meaning that the Kohen is taken to be killed even if he's in the midst of doing the Avoda. Then Shabbos, which is Nidcha because of Avoda, then all the more so taking away the Kohen to be killed is Docha Shabbos. Point number two, the Gmur Ardaf is still trying to understand why the word Aleha is needed to teach that Yibam is not done with Achos Ishto, his wife's sister. The Gmur says that we can learn it through a drasha referred to as something that was within a general category, and then it's taken out of that general category in order to teach something in regard to itself, is not meant to teach something merely in regard to itself, but rather in regard to everything within that general category. The more quotes of Bryce that brings an example of this principle. The Pusik states, And the one that eats from the meat of a carbon shlamim, and he is tummy, is chayv karas. Why does the Pusik need to say this? We already learned that one who is tummy and eats kachim is chayv karas from a different Pusik. So we learn from this that just as a shlamim is kachim izbech, it's consecrated for being offered in the mizbech, and one is chayv karas when eating it, so to anything else that is kachim izbech, which excludes kachim betekabai, it's consecrated for temple repair, that if one ate it when he was tame, he is pater. This drush can be used by achos ishto as well as follows. Eishas ach is included in the category of all arayos, as it's written. Kikol isha shiyas mikol tohevos ha'ela v'nikrasu. Anyone that does one of these abominations will be cut off, and it's taken out of the general category, and as a head to that she falls to Yibum, and this teaches us that all rise too fall to Yibum. The Gemara says that this drush is different because the drush of Baishlamim is a general Isser and a specific Isser, whereas with our drush, there's a general Isser and a specific Heter. And point number three, the Gemara says that one might have learned that Achos Ishto, his wife's sister, may be permitted for Yibum with a Mamat Sinu from Eshaz Ach, even though Eshaz Ach had one Isser, and Achos Ishto has two Isserim through a principle called Hoyovi Ishtri Ishtri. Since it, referring to one Isser, becomes permitted, it, referring to a second Isser, becomes permitted. We find this principle of Hoyovi Ishtri Ishtri by Matsura, where he has a hatzer to put his fingers into the base of Migdash for his purification process, and he may do so even if it's a Valkyrie, thereby having two Isserim. This is because once the Isser of Matsura is Mutter, the Isser of Keri becomes Mutter as well. So once again, the three points are, number one, Rav Simi Barashi says that the reason we would think that the death penalty may be given on Shabbos is not because Asi Doche Losase, Sheesh Bokoros, but rather because of a Kavach Homer. Ma'avoda Chamura V'doche Shabbos Resicho Doche Osa, just as the Avoda of a Kon in the base of Migdash is stringent and is Doche Shabbos, and yet execution overrides it, as it stated, from the Mizbech you shall take him to die, meaning that the Kohen is taken to be killed even if he's in the midst of doing the Avoda. Then Shabbos, which is Nidcha because of Avoda, then all the more so taking away the Kohen to be killed is Docha Shabbos. Point number two, the Gmur Ardaf is still trying to understand why the word Aleha is needed to teach that Yibam is not done with Achos Ishto, his wife's sister. The Gmur says that we can learn it through a drasha referred to as Davashi Abachlav Yatsmin Something that was within a general category, 
and then it's taken out of that general category in order to teach something in regard to itself is not meant to teach something merely in regard to itself, but rather in regard to everything within that general category. The more quotes of Bryce that brings an example of this principle. The Pusik states, And the one that he eats from the meat of a carbon shlamim, and he is tummy, is chayv karas. Why does the Pusik need to say this? We already learned that one who is tummy and eats kadshim is chayv karas from a different Pusik. So we learn from this that just as a shlamim is kadshim izbech, it's consecrated for being offered in the izbech, and one is chayv karas when eating it, so to anything else that is kachim mizbeach, which excludes kachim betekabai, is consecrated for temple repair, that if one ate it when he was tame, he is pater. This drush can be used by Achos Ishto as well as follows. Eishas Ach is included in the category of all arayos, as it's written. Anyone that does one of these abominations will be cut off, and it's taken out of the general category and has a head to that she falls to Yibum, and this teaches us that all arayos too fall to Yibum. The Gemara says that this drush is different because the drusha by Shlamim is a general Isser and a specific Isser. Whereas with our drusha, there's a general Isser and a specific Heter. And point number three, the Gemara says that one might have learned that Achos Ishto, his wife's sister, may be permitted for Yibum with a Mamat Sinu from Eshaz Ach, even though Eshaz Ach had one Isser, and Achos Ishto has two Isser through a principle called Hoyovi Ishtri Ishtri. Since it, referring to one Isser, becomes permitted... It, referring to a second as it becomes permitted. We find this principle of Hoyovi Ishtri Ishtri by Matsura, where he has a hatzer to put his fingers into the base of Migdash for his purification process, and he may do so even if it's a Balkari, thereby having two Isurim. This is because once the Isur of Matsura is Mutter, the Isur of Kari becomes Mutter as well. All right, so now we go to Simadav Zayin, and our standard Simad is a Klezayin, a weapon, and we use a gun. So here goes. The Cohen with the smoking gun, who was taken away from the Mizbeach during his avoda, and who was accused of eating a shlamim while he was tame, was caught when the ball carried Matsoru put his fingers into the Azara to purify, pointing them out. So once again, it's slow motion. The Cohen with the smoking gun, gun, that must be one of Zayn, Zayn, gun. The Cohen with the smoking gun, who was taken away from the Mizbeach, during his avoda, which reminds us, Rabbi Simba Ashi says, the reason we would think that the death penalty may be given on Shabbos is because of a Kavachomer, just as the avoda of a Kohen in the base of Migdash is Chamur and is Docher Shabbos, and yet execution overrides it, as it stated, from the Izbech, you shall take him to die, meaning the Kohen is taken to be killed even if he's in the midst of doing the avoda, then Shabbos, which is Nidcha because of avoda, then all the more so taking away the Kohen to be killed is Docher Shabbos. So, the cone with the smoking gun who was taken away from the Mizbeach during his avoda, and who was accused of eating a shlami while he was tame, which reminds the Gemara quotes of Bryce that brings an example of the principle of Dabashir Bechlov, Yasmin Ramed, from the Pasuk that states, and the one that eats from the meat of a carbon shlami, and he is tame, is chayv karas. Now, why does the Pasuk need to say this? We already learned that one who is tame eats kachim is chayv karas from a different Pasuk. We learned this from the justice of shlami, is kachim is beach, consecrated for being offered in the Mizbech, and one is chayv karas when eating it, so to anything else that is kachim is beach, which excludes kachim Bias, consecrated for temple repair, that if one ate it when he's tame, he's putters. This drush can be used by Achos Ishto as well. As far as Eshaz Ach is including the category of all rice, as it's written, anyone that does one of these abominations will be cut off, and it is taken out of that general category, and as a head to that she falls to Yibum, and this teaches us that all rice too fall to Yibum. The Gemara says that this drush is different because the drush by Shlamim is a general Isser, 
and a specific iser, whereas with Ardrasha, there's a general iser and a specific heter. So, the cone with the smoking gun who was taken away from the Mizbech during his avoda, and who was accused of eating a shlamim while he was tame, was caught when the ball carried Matsuri, who put his fingers into the azor to purify, pointing them out. Which reminds the Gemara says that one might have warned that Acho's Ishto, his wife's sister, may be permitted for Yibum with a Mamatsino from Eshaz Ach, even though Eshaz Ach had one Isra and Acho's Ishto had two Isra, through a principle called Oyobi Ishtri Ishri. Since it, one Isra becomes permitted, it referring to a second Isra becomes permitted. We find this principle of Hoyobi Ishtri Ishri by a Matsura, where the Matsura has a head to put his fingers into the base of Migdash for his purification process, and he may do so even if he's a Balkari, thereby having two Isurim. This is because once the Isra of Matsur is Mutter, the Isra of Kari becomes Mutter as well. So once again, the cone with the smoking gun who was taken away from the Mizbech during his avoda and who was accused of eating a shlamim while he was tame, was caught when the ball Kari Matsur, who put his fingers into the Azor to purify, pointed him out. Alright, now it's time for four blah back Hazara. Daf Gimel. So the similar Daf Gimel is a Gamal, a camel. So here goes. The judges at the Pater Banat Asr, Yurtsara from Yibum. Camel race, camel race. That must mean we're on Daf. Gimel, Gamal. The judges at the Pater but not us or your tsar from Yibum. Camel race, which reminds us, the Gemara asks, why did the Mishnah use the word potros, which implies that the Tsaros can do Yibum if they wish, instead of osros, they're forbidden. The Gemara concludes that if the Mishnah would have said osros, then we would think that even if one of the Arayos married someone besides the person's brother, and then this husband died, the Tsar would be forbidden to the brother. Therefore, the word potros teaches us that the Isra of Tsar's erva is only if they marry his brother. So the judges at the Pater, but not Usser, Yurtsara from Yibum, Camel Rays, who ruled that the Islandese and Sota should be excluded from the competition, which reminds us, the Gemara here asks, what does the number 15 in the ratio exclude? And what does it say for the mission that says, Hari El Potros, behold, these exempt come to exclude? The Gemara explains that these two Miutim are coming to exclude that which Rav said, that a Tsar of a Sota is Pater from Yibum, and that which Ravasi said, that the Tsar of an Islandese is Pater from Yibum. The mission has come to teach that only the 15 women listed here exempt their Tsaros from Chalitza and Yibum, but the Sota and Islandese do not. So the judges at the Pater Banadasar, your Tsar from Yibum, Camel Race, who ruled that the Islandese and Sota should be excluded from the competition, declared the Achos Ishto the winner as she crossed the Aleha finish line, which reminds us we learned from the Gezer Shaba of Aleha by Achos Ishto and the Mitzvah of Yibum, that just as the Pasuk of Yibum is dealing where there is a Mitzvah, so too the Pasuk of Achos Ishto is referring to when there is a Mitzvah of Yibum, and the Pasuk there concludes, O Sikach, you shall not take a woman in addition to her sister. We therefore read the Pasuk of Achos Ishto as follows, one may not marry a woman and her sister, even to do Yibum. The Gemara continues to bring the source for Tsaros being forbidden, and then explains that we learn the Halacha of Yibum of the other Arayos from the Halacha of Yibum by Achuzishto. Daf Dalad, so the Simon Daf Dalad is a Dalad, a door. So here goes. The man whose wool sits is hanging on his linen begot, got stuck in a door, door, that must be learned Daf Dalad, Dalad, door. The man whose wool sits is hanging on his linen begot, got stuck in a door, which reminds us, we learn out that an ase is docha losase, from the Pasuk, losilba shatnes, you may not wear shatnes, and the next Pasuk that states, gidilim taselach, you should wear tzitzes. These two mitzvahs are smuchim, they're adjacent, and therefore teach us that one may attach tzitzes of wool onto a begot of linen, even though this would be kalim. This shows us that an ase, tzitzes, pushes off a losase, kalim. So, the man whose wool tzitzes hanging on his linen begot, got stuck in a door, while he was reading a book about smuchim in Sefer Dvarim, which reminds us, the Gemara says that even Rabbi Yehuda does not darshan smuchim. In other parts of the Torah, agrees that in Sefer Dvarim we do darshan smuchim. This is because in Sefer Dvarim, the psukim are either muchach, evident by 
by placement of the Pasuk that's meant for a drusha or mufna superfluous. In this case of our drusha of climbing tzitzes, the Gemara shows how both reasons can be seen. So, the man whose wool tzitzes hanging on his linen baggage got stuck in a door while he was reading a book about smuchim in Sefer Dvarim. Could not believe the irony as the salesman marched by carrying his shot and his merchandise upon him, which reminds us, the Gemara says that the Pasuk of Vosilba Shatnas is not extra because if we only had the other Pasuk, we would assume that it's forbidden to work climb even if one does not intend to receive any hana from it, such as in the case where one is selling climb and the clothes are lying on top of him, even though he has no intention of benefiting from wearing the clothes. Therefore, the second Pasuk of Vosilbash teaches that wearing the climb must be like wearing clothes where the wearer intends to receive pleasure from it. And if we only have the Pasuk of Vosilbash, we would understand that one is only over on shotness if he wears it, as this gives him a lot of pleasure, but merely sleeping with a blanket that has shotness, which does not give much pleasure, is permissible. Therefore, we need the other Pasuk of Vosilbash should not come upon you to teach us that this too is forbidden. Daf hay, so the similar daf hay is hay or a haystack. So here goes. And the Mitzorah shaving off his hair and pass that had grown all straggly and looked like hey, hey, that must be more daf hay. The Mitzorah shaving off his hair and pass that had grown all straggly and looked like hey, which reminds us the more attempts to learn that an ase is docha losase from a Mitzorah. Since the ase of a matzor shaving his hair is doka the losase of cutting off his payas. The Gemara eventually refutes its proof as the love of losakifu is not shavabakol, meaning it does not apply equally to everyone as women are not obligated in this. Therefore, we can only learn from a matzora that an ase is doka a love that's not shavabakol, when it does not apply equally to everyone. So the Mitzorah shaving off his hair and payas that had grown all straggly and looked like, hey, wore a suit made of shotness that was smooth, spun, and woven, which reminds us. The Gemara concludes that we can learn from the word shotness, shuatab of a news, that one is not high for wearing shotness unless it's smooth, spun, and woven, as well as anase's docha losase. Being that the Torah used an extra word, we therefore use it for the drasha to teach that anase's docha losase, and since the Torah used the unusual word shotness instead of climb, we see that it's also meant to be used to teach us that it must be Shua Tabavanus. So, the Mitzvah shaving off his hair and payas that had grown all straggly and looked like, hey, wore a suit made of shotness that was smooth, spun, and woven and had the initials PTM sewn on a sleeve to remember that the misses of Pesach Tamina Milo were commanded before the giving of the Torah, which reminds us, the Gemara tends to prove that an ase is docha losa seishesh chorus from Mila, Pesach, and the Tamid, but refutes each proof since each one has a Mila. Mila has 13 brisos, the Pesach is an ase seishesh chorus, and the Tamid is offered every day. The Gemara later says that we can also not use the drasha of Tzad Shava, of a common denominator, and learn out from all three of these mitzvahs together, as all three of these mitzvahs are commanded before the giving of the Torah. Davvav, so the similar Davvav is a sword, so here goes. The father forbade his son from returning an expensive sword, sword, that must be more Davvav. The father forbade his son from returning an expensive sword, which reminds us, the Gemara brings a Bryce that stated, I would think that if a Cohen's father tells him to become Tammy, which Rush explains to mean to go into a cemetery to do a Shabbos Aveda, or he tells him not to return a lost object, he should listen to him. The Torah therefore states, to teach all of you are chayav to honor me. So the conclusion is that Kibbut Abe'em is not docha the love of Shabbos or the love of Tuma or HaShabbos Aveda. So the father forbade his son from returning an expensive sword, which was found near some shoes and staffs, 
at the entrance to Harabais, which reminds us the Torah teaches as Shabbos Hashai that there's a Shmira of Shabbos and a fear of the Mikdash. Just like on Shabbos, you do not fear Shabbos, but the one who gave us a Shabbos, which is Hashem, by the more of the Mikdash also, you should not fear the Mikdash, you should fear the one who gave us the Mikdash, which is Hashem. The more that brings a price that states, Ezuhi Morha Mikdash, what is included in the mitzvah of fearing the Mikdash, that one may not enter the Harbais with a staff, his shoes as water, or with dirt on his feet, and one may not use the Harbais as a shortcut or spit in its area. So the father forbade his son from returning expensive sword, which was found near some shoes and staffs at the entrance to Harabais, and was left behind by an executioner rain to stop his reifa from happening on Shabbos. Which reminds us, Gemara asks, what do we learn from Lesavaru Eish B'Kol Moshevosechem? Do not light a fire in your dwellings. Rav explains that the question is, what does the word Moshevosechem in all your dwellings come to teach us? The word Moshevosechem is said by a mitzvah in order to teach one is obligated in the mitzvah even outside of Eretz Yisrael, but obviously one is chayib on Lesavaru even outside of Eretz Yisrael, being that Shabbos is a mitzvah that is upon one's body. The Bryson continues and comes to teach that Basin is not permitted to do Sreifa on Shabbos. Alright, so that concludes today's shir. This is Rabbi Ramgol and Zichur. a great day and great learning.